It's probably not a stretch for me to assume that you're posting on Instagram, right? So let's talk about what's actually working. All right, so you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go! Welcome to the I Am Northbound Podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. So I've got a report here that was done by Mention.com. It's a, uh, they do like an annual Instagram report where they test a whole bunch of accounts and do a whole bunch of uh, analytics on them and stuff and tell you kind of globally what's working on the platform. And I think this information is uh, super important for you on your music journey because I mean, you know, know, social media and algorithms and all that change so often and change so quickly that... I mean, it's there's sometimes they're hard to keep up with, right? So it's really cool when like tests like this are done, but usually you don't, I mean, you wouldn't just naturally or, you know, just happen to stumble across this. It wouldn't just be a, uh, by chance, you just find this report. You kind of have to be in the marketing circles or um, advertising circles or just, you know, social media management or whatever, and you'll get uh, access to this kind of stuff. But I figured, hey, why not be the connection between the marketing world and the music industry world, which is, I'm saying that like it's something new. That's exactly what I do all of the time. So I guess I'm just doing what I normally do. It ain't that special. So I'm going to be talking today about what is working on Instagram. Now, this report was, uh, this is for 2018, which sounds like forever ago now, but it was only just a few months ago. And this means that uh, this report was released earlier this year after they did Um, you know, they finished their studies on 2018. And as I said, I know that algorithms can change overnight, but I mean, getting the closest information to what, uh, you know, finding out exactly what works in the most recent future, I guess that's going to help you the most. This is what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, This is a pretty long report. And I mean, uh, there's some contradictory stuff within it. It's not an absolutely perfect study where they, you know, completely get to the bottom of everything. There's some results that contradict one another and that kind of thing, but uh, I've kind of picked out what I think are the best dot points for you so I don't just ramble on and read you the whole report. I'm going to give you what I think is going to be best for you, Uh, but hopefully this will help you understand the Instagram platform a little better and know what's currently working so you can put your focus and energy into that. Now, this report Uh, They've analyzed 110 million posts. That's a lot of posts, okay? These aren't just like a small sample size or whatever. Uh, They've actually done quite a bit of research on this. But the issue is that um, some of the very, very, very popular, very popular celebrities on Instagram, they can skew the data for everyone else, right? So, sorry, they can like completely... um, like their amount of likes can completely shift everyone else's out of the water. So that's where the data kind of contradicts itself. Uh, But we'll talk about that when we get to it. So we've got how many points here, uh, topics here, I guess. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so we've got one. We're going to talk first of all about engagement. So from this report, I should say as a preface, this episode might be a little bit dot pointy, but I mean, I just want to give you the straight value. I don't want to ramble on about each one too much. I just want to give you as much value as I can. So if you're expecting a big rant on each dot point. I'm probably not going to give you that today just so uh, I can give the people who like me getting straight to the point some relief finally because I do love to ramble. Listen to me right now rambling. 
So first of all, I'm going to talk about, as I said, engagement. So the, this report has shown that by analyzing the 110 million posts that they did, that video posts will get the most likes, uh, but that might be skewed by the most popular videos that are out online. Okay. So video uh, usually gets, on average, they're saying based on 110 million posts, the video gets, uh, where is it? Video is, it gets 1,653 likes on average on Instagram. Um, but behind that for just standard uh, images, you know, they're sitting at 1,213. Now, not really behind that, sorry, but far behind that. Because in the middle, there's a medium, I guess, of images that people don't normally use intentionally. It's usually just as a resource or just when they think they need it. It's always like a passive decision. It's like, a, what's it like a um, solution to their problem. So, but there's also, so there's, uh, so there's, ca there's carousel as well, right? So carousel um, posting multiple images at once where people can swipe through them. They actually get slightly more likes than straight images. So images get 1,213 on average likes. Again, don't feel bad if you're getting 10 likes on your posts because I mean, this is against the Beyonce's and the Neymar's and I mean like LeBron James, like the biggest names of the, uh, on Instagram and stuff. Um, so they've kind of skewed the numbers, but still just, just take that into account that if images are sitting at 1,213, so yeah, the, so the uh, carousel post is sitting at 1,341. So videos at 1,653. So I mean, it's kind of an even split, but video slightly gets the edge. Uh, but carousels are doing better than images, just slightly, just food for thought. Now I'm not saying to always upload carousel posts every time you do, but they seem to get slightly better engagement. So take that as with all of the data in this episode, food for thought. Okay. It shouldn't drastically change the way you operate as a music artist. Uh, it should just be something to consider when you're posting your content. Video posts receive the most comments and they receive, uh, this is actually quite significant compared to the previous example of just likes. Uh, videos receive nearly double uh, sorry, more than double. So I'm reading my notes all over the place here uh, when compared to images. So that's pretty cool to know. I mean, at the average number of comments on videos is 46, on carousels it's 29, and on images it's 22. So I mean, videos get way more comments. Now that's probably because videos are, uh, they're, they're more inclined to comment because I mean, they're more conversational and there's more to talk about. There's more reason to comment. I mean, a photo is essentially just a still frame from a video and videos can have 24, 30, 25 in the NTSC or PAL, which one is the different one? Uh, you know, up to 60, 120 frames per second. Uh, Instagram doesn't support that, but you know what I'm saying? They have a lot of frames a second. So I'm saying they've got way more chance of uh, having opportunities for comments. So think about that. That's something that definitely should change the way you operate. If you're looking for comments on your Instagram posts, look to posting videos more than you do for, you know, just standard images because videos are going to get more. Obviously, that doesn't mean that a low quality video is going to get more comments than a high quality photo, but it's good to know on, a, you know, at least when you're putting your content up, if it's the best you can do, videos tend to receive more comments. Uh, and comments are definitely what you should be aiming to get on your posts. And as I've uh, said in the past, um, you know, I say in my book because every episode has to have a shameless plug about my book that's coming out soon. Um, you should always be trying to get more, sorry, more response. So uh, you should always be trying to encourage conversation through your comments, if that makes sense. So instead of uh, just, if someone comments to you, Number one, always respond. The amount of artists I work with that look at their comments and I, so I look at their comments and realize that they've said nothing back to people. It's just all one-sided conversation. You don't want that. You want to encourage a community. So number one, write back to every comment. There's talk within the industry that comments longer than five words. 
uh, count toward the algorithm score in inverted commas. So like if your comments are under five words, apparently I haven't tested this. This is just what people are saying off their test, which I don't know if they are true or not. Uh, not, not true. I definitely think they've worked for some people, but I don't know if it's like the absolute rock solid standard. Um, but you know, it can't hurt to write longer than five word comments because it tells Instagram that it's a real comment and not just emojis left by a bot. Uh, but even if you see comments that are written likely by a bot that are just emojis right back with with a comment that's longer than five words because you can leverage that to give your post more conversational value more out more positive of an algorithm score and that means instagram will show it to more people within you know your followers more people will see your post so if you're commenting on it replying to other people's comments that'll get you into more you know other people's uh, feeds as well so many artists are like i'm so sick of bot comments because they just, you know, I have to keep deleting them. And I'm like, no, leverage them. You should be using them to respond to them. And, uh, you know, if you do, you'll end up in other people's feeds. Uh, so do that. Also reply with everything that's longer than five words, but most importantly, uh, do this regardless of whether you think it was left by a person or a bot, because sometimes people leave emoji comments Right, so 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 write a uh, comment to them. So yeah, write a comment to them that encourages them to reply. So ask them a question about themselves. Uh, like leave it. Don't just close the conversation and say thanks so much. Full stop. Uh, respond to them and say hope everything's good in your world. What's been happening? Check their profile out for a second and see what they've been up to. And go, hey, how was you know you? I don't know. I, I'm thinking about how I talk to people. I was going to say, how was that your show the other day? If I've seen that they've posted a, you know, a, a photo or a video, sorry about it, like a show they've done, uh, depending on what your audience is, they might not be music artists. They might be, see what they've been up to without it coming across as stalkery. Like you've gone through their feed, pay attention to their lives and say, Hey, how's it all going and stuff? Because that's going to get them replying. Then you can reply to that and you can keep leveraging these comments to, uh, to find more engagement and get seen by more people. It's just a cool little trick. Um, yeah, so just know that videos are the best way to get that ball rolling. So secondly, we're gonna be talking about hashtags. So a really interesting thing is that uh, hashtags uh, do not increase engagement rate for posts. They've found within their test, okay? Now I know this sounds kind of crazy to think like, um, well, sh that, does that mean I shouldn't use hashtags altogether? Spoiler alert, we're gonna find out in the very last uh, point I have here, or the very last topic or whatever, sorry, uh, very last little section, is that you should be using hashtags on your post. Don't stop. This is probably one of those pieces of data that have been skewed by the celebrities that get crazy number of likes and you know shares and comments on their posts. Uh, so someone like Beyonce, probably won't use 30 hashtags on each one of her posts. I mean, I don't know. I don't go to her account, but I'm assuming she doesn't. A lot of celebrities don't, but because they're so popular, they come up in everyone's feed. They get a lot of chance for exposure. They So they a lot of chance for engagement, a lot of chance for comments and likes, uh, and they get them. And therefore, they skew studies like this because you you know they don't use hashtags and they get a lot of likes. So don't take that one on as saying that you should stop using hashtags because you, you definitely should. But when you use your hashtags, you should know that there is no clear correlation between the amount of hashtags you use and likes and comments. Uh, people say all the time that, uh, you know, you should use all 30, but uh, all 30 can also reduce your reach depending on the ones you use. I think that this is also a piece of data that has been skewed. So I would say that you definitely should be using hashtags, but there is definitely no straight standard that you see and go, wow, eight hashtags is perfect. It's going to give you the big spike you're looking for, you know. Section three, I've got here topic number three or the number three thing, the thing I want to talk about is uh, tagging users. So this is something interesting that a lot of people don't do, which is tagging people in your posts. If you don't do it, you probably should. 
because as you're going to see, it does actually work really well. It brings really good engagement. Now, one thing you should definitely not do is one thing. One thing. So one thing. So you definitely should not do is tag people. Definitely should not do is tag people you don't know or that just for the sake of it, if they're not in your photos, don't be one of those people. It's always annoying to get a notification saying, um, you know, you've just been tagged in a photo or this person's uploaded a photo of you. And it's just some music artist being like, Hey, check out my latest song. And you don't even know who they are. They've just randomly tagged you. Don't do that. Tag people that are relevant to your posts, but they've found out that, uh, 72% of posts tag no users. Okay. I'm one of them. I don't really tag people at all in my post, but knowing this information, I should probably change because they find out. Uh, so they found out so that the more users are tagged, the more likes a post will receive. Pretty cool to know. So it also means that uh, the more tag users there are, the more comments. It seems to go on a quite a um, even like uh, slope, I guess, upward. <laughs> the opposite of a slope, climb. Uh, it doesn't seem to drop off at all. It keeps pretty straight. So uh, definitely keep that in mind when you tag people that the more you do, the more comments you're likely going to get. Now, as I said, uh, don't do it if you haven't, I mean, if they're not relevant, sorry, to your posts, uh, definitely don't do that because you don't want to annoy people. But it does make sense to think that the more people you tag, the more exposure you get because it shows up to some of their followers too, I think. Uh, and then so the, so, so the more chance, so the more chances of um, comments you'll receive as well. Alrighty, number four out of five, we're smashing through these dot points as I've uh, I've written all these dot points down. I'm trying to make sense of them while reading them out loud, while managing the uh, uh, actual report so I can see the graphics and talk about it as well. Um, but no excuses, right? Let's just get this right. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, followers now. So this is actually quite interesting. Uh, hashtags in bios, which I see a lot of people do. I've always said it doesn't work. And it's proven by this report that it doesn't. It does not mean more followers. If you put hashtags in your bio, it doesn't matter. Uh, they've also found that the length of a bio has no effect on the number of followers. However, I don't think they can really test for this I mean, they could just do a straight test to go, do people with longer bios get more followers? I mean, you know, I, I it, that's quite tricky to test for. Uh, but I will say that I think that if you can nail your story and your motivation, which again is in my book, I talk about that if you've read my book by now, because it might be out by the time you hear this in the future. But if you're hearing it like for this week's podcast, it's coming out in like a few weeks. Um there's a chapter in there, a couple of chapters, sorry, about building your story and your motivation. And if you can reduce it down to just like a few simple words, that's where big things are going to happen. And I mean, it lets your message cut through the noise. I guarantee you that will get you more followers. I tested it personally myself. And when I had a really long bio that explained everything I did, I didn't get as many followers as I did, as I do now. So when I reduce it down to just saying, I help music artists uh, in the way that I do because it captures people's attention. I mean, that might be the reason that you started following me was because you found my Instagram profile, saw the bio and went, oh, I understand that straight away. It wasn't a really long one. Um, when people put stuff up and they're like, 30, like just outside of Newcastle, love coffee, love drinking, love hanging out with my friends, love going to the beach. I mean, that's cool. But I mean, if you can find exactly the motivation that you're out to do in the world and why people should follow you, that's why people are going to hit the follow button. Don't use your bio to just talk about who you are. Talk about what you're going to do for the people that hit the follow button, right? Give them a reason to want to do that. It's hard because when you know yourself, you go, I should just tell people what I like. And then people who like that too will follow me. It doesn't normally work like that. Okay. So you have to really let your message cut through the noise. So this is a little really interesting, a little, little, little 
piece of cool data that I found that probably should make you feel a bit better. Now, I work with quite a lot of music artists uh, that most of the music artists that I communicate with don't have a ton of followers on Instagram. I've worked with some that have a whole bunch, uh, but most of them don't. And as you'll find, uh, that's not the rarest thing in the world. Most people don't have a lot of followers on Instagram and it might make you feel better about it because too many people are like, man, I just, I'm not growing. I, I you know, I, you feel like you're getting left behind because you've only got a certain amount of followers. You should know this, right? 70%, seven out of 10, 70%, seven, 70% of Instagram users, sorry, have less than a thousand followers. Isn't that crazy? 70%. Well, it's 69.6. So we'll just round it up. 70% of Instagram followers or 69.6, if you want to call it exactly from this report, have less than a thousand. So if you're sitting at less than a thousand, you're like way more than half, you know, nearly three quarters of, of Instagram, the entire platform are in the same boat as you. Okay. It's not like you're left behind or that you're irrelevant or whatever. That's, that's where the main huge massive population of Instagram is sitting. But if you've managed to crack a thousand followers on Instagram, you're in the top 15.7%. Isn't that crazy? Um, sorry, I said that wrong. Not the top 15%. You're within 15.7% of Instagram have that. Okay. There's a few more percentages on top of that. Uh, but you're, there's only 15.7 of Instagram have between 1,000 and 10,000. Now the next rank above that 15% have between 10, uh, 1,000, 10,000, 70% have less than 1,000, 5.7%, tiny percentage, have between 10,000 and 50,000. Now, I fall in that group. At the moment, I'm at a, like 11,000, so I'm on the very low end of that group, but I'm, in, I'm within like 5.7%. I thought I'd be within like 30% of Instagram, you know? So top 5 point, not top, what am I saying? I gotta get, stop saying that bit. I'm within 5. I'm in the group of 5.7% of people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's crazy to think that, right? So all you have to do is break 10,000 followers and you're in a way smaller group. If you can break 50,000, but you're less than 100,000, you're in, uh, there's a group of Instagram with 3.1% uh, of Instagram within that group. Does that make sense? And then above that, 100,000 to 500,000, it's only 2.1% of Instagram but within that group. And lastly, uh, between 500,000 and 1 million is only 1.6% of Instagram. It's crazy. You think that you see accounts with over 500,000 followers quite often, but I mean, there's only 1.6% of Instagram have that. And they found out, where was it? Did I write it down? I might not have written it down. Bear with me one second. I'll find this. I think I remember the number was 56. Let's see if I remember it correctly. But let me find it here. They've talked about how many celebrities uh, have a certain amount of followers. I Okay, I don't want to waste your time. So I know I could just edit this, but I, I won't waste your time. But I'm pretty sure, let me just say the number is 56. Uh, I think they found out that only 56... I've, yeah, I've got it written down and I, I remember the number. Yeah, how's that for memory? Uh, there's only 56 years, 50, 50, 56 years or so with more than 10 million followers. That's like super celebrities on Instagram, but I would assume there was way more than 56 people out of like the millions that use the platform. That's crazy, isn't it? So it's, it should make you feel a bit better about uh, the you know how many followers you have knowing the percentage group that you fall into. I mean, it's uh, it's not like everyone has a lot and you don't if you're still growing. And lastly, the last uh, section we've got here to talk about is uh, talking about engagement. Uh, so we talked about engagement, we're talking about engaging posts now. Okay, so 
Uh, so first point I've got here is that highly engaging posts contain 5.44 hashtags on average. So that's the point I think you should be taking into consideration, not the earlier data that said that hashtags don't relate to, uh, they've found that hashtags don't, the hashtags Hashtags don't necessarily relate, sorry, to uh, the amount of likes and comments and uh, shares you receive. But this one, uh, they've found that highly engaging posts contain 5.44. So that's what you should be looking at. I really think that that's about uh, saying roughly where your hashtag should be sitting, not at 30. Uh, I've seen it fluctuate anywhere between 3 and 13, uh, 15 sometimes. I mean, normally it's around 8. So 5.44 sounds pretty believable. So I'd be doing that. I'd be thinking around, so five, six hashtags, pick the most relevant ones, uh, find ones that are targeting exactly you know, the right hashtags that people are going to be looking for. Don't just hashtag it guitar, guitarist, acoustic guitar. If you're playing guitar in your video or photo or, you know, you know, carousel post, whatever. If you're in your content, don't just describe what you're doing in a literal sense. Go to something like displaypurposes.com, which is a hashtag tool. Type in like guitar and it will give you a whole bunch of relevant ones. Then cross-reference them on Instagram and find ones that have between 70,000 posts and 700,000. I mean, that's not the exact numbers, but it's a good place to start because anything less than that isn't worth posting on and anything more because it's not active. And so anything anything more than that, uh, 700,000, and posts, it's too competitive and you won't be able to stand out unless you have a lot of followers. So just try to find something that's, you know, kind of comfortable in that middle ground. But if you can find those hashtags, find the most relevant ones, find the ones that are working for you, you got the best chance of ranking on the top posts for that of the hashtag. And, um, you know, that's where you'll see the best response, but, uh, aim toward, you know, five or six hashtags for that reason. Um, images make up the majority of highly engaging posts. Now it's no secret. It's because of the fact that, um, I think like between 60 and 70% and it's always climbing of the traffic online is mobile and people aren't using mobile devices in places in which sound would be convenient. That's why music artists are struggling so much that, you know, they're not sitting with headphones in ready to watch a video or listen to, uh, you know, listen to, um, sorry, I had a really weird noise outside. I, there was a massive explosion sound before. I'm like, what? I was outside going, what is that noise? <laughs> I was just being like one ear out listening going, is there any more sounds or any sirens? Is it like aliens invading? Anyway, uh, where was my train of thought coming back to it? It was that these images, right? Yeah. So you don't want to be using, uh, people aren't using their phone, sorry, when they, when sound is convenient. That's why I think 70 or 80% of videos are watched on mute. That's why subtitles are so important. Uh, but it's no secret. Photos are super easy to consume. They're quick. They're silent. They're, uh, they load fast as well. I mean, you know, it's no secret that images would make up the most of highly engaging posts. Now I know you get more likes, on uh, videos early, but as I said, that could be skewed based on, uh, sorry, more comments on videos. Uh, that could be skewed by the high number, you know, the, the celebrities with the heaps of uh, followers and engagement and all that I've talked about a million times. Uh, but normally videos are better for comments, but if you want likes and that kind of stuff, uh, images make up most of the engagement for that. Uh, the most highly engaging post on average tag 1.6 users per post. Uh, that's pretty cool to know. They don't overdo it and try to tag 20 to get engagement, but you know, the average post is tagging more than one person, nearly two. Uh, so keep that in mind when you're posting stuff, try to tag people that are involved inside the post or, you know, that are, won't be like annoyed if you tag them within it because you don't want to get reported and shadow banned or whatever. Uh, secondly, I uh, said, secondly, fourthly in this, uh, chapter, chapter what I'm talking about, I tell you, I'm going to start recording po- podcasts so late at night while my brain is half dead. Been working all day getting this, uh, getting lesson pages built. Uh, fourth here, if you can do with that, you can do with everything. Am I right? 
fourth thing I've got here is that uh, the average brand posts 1.5 times per day. Uh, and as you know, you are a business, you're a music artist, you're trying to get people to, you know, engage with your product, which is, which is your music. Uh, means you should be posting 1.5 times per day uh, on the minimum, uh, sorry, at minimum. I would say that uh, the uh, the proper rate on Instagram would be like three times a day. It's the best way to stand out. And I've got a whole chapter in my book dedicated to that called How to Post More on In. So how to post more on social media than ever before. And I tell you how to do 21 posts a week without it taking up more than just like two hours on a weekend. You know, you can set it up for the whole week and then not think about your social media all week. Uh, you know, shameless self-promotion for the book as per usual. I mean, all of this stuff, I've got answers for like any problem that we've talked about today inside that book. I just wish I could give it to you. I can't wait for it to come out. It's been such a long process. But then again, now I know for my next one to not say it's coming out six months before it probably was going to be coming out, but I didn't know at the time. Uh, second last point here I've got is that Instagram's largest user demographic is 25 to 34 year olds. Uh, that might not sound like important information, but it really is. Like, are you advertising your music on the right platform? What is your target demographic? Because most people on Instagram, I mean, well, the largest user demographics on Instagram is 25 to 34 year olds. Uh, if you're trying to aim for people who are younger or older than that, you'll find them on Instagram, but there'll, there'll be less of them. So maybe you might be looking on the wrong social network. Uh, but if that is your target demographic, there's plenty of people on here that'll give you the best shot uh, of finding them on the, this platform. And uh, lastly, the biggest point here, as we've known, as I've known, as I try to tell people all the time, and as I'm sure you probably know, uh, the more you post on Instagram, the more likes you get. That's the response they got back. Uh, so that's the data they got back. That's the deductive reasoning they came to that conclusion. That is what the data is showing. The more you post, the more likes you get. It's because Instagram wants to reward content that is properly utilizing their platform. And if uh, yeah, if you're posting good content, you're doing good things to their platform, they want you on it. So they're going to reward you with more exposure to more people. So it's like a snowball effect. The more routinely you can post, the more exposure you'll start seeing over time. It's that easy. All right. So I hope you had a fantastic time listening to that. That's the whole report done. Those are all my dot points that I think might help you. Hopefully you got some uh, good information out of that. Apologies for my brain breaking at this later night and repeating myself. Hopefully it didn't drive you too mad. Uh, really enjoy having you around. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love it if you could share the podcast with, uh, I know it's tricky being a music artist is, you know, not every one of our um, you know, friends and family are music artists, but if you know any other music artists out there that you'd like to, uh, you know, that you think would benefit from hearing my ramblings, share my podcast, share my Instagram, share whatever, you know, you think, give them the URL to IamNorthbound.com and uh, send them there. I'd love to uh, see if we can grow this podcast even more this year because I'm on weekly episodes now and I'm trying to up it to two, as I said, but um, I'll probably be doing that at the same time I start recording them as videos. I don't want to put too many things on my plate. I've got the, uh, the book and everything to do first. But anyway, I hope you have a fantastic day, afternoon, night, whatever it may be, wherever you are in the world. Stay safe. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll I guess I'll just catch you next week. I hope you have a fantastic, uh, you know, seven days until then. And um, if you have any live performances or anything like that, hope they go really well. And if you have any new music that you've recorded, send it through. I'd love to hear it.